Hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Feels like we have not chatted in a while. But it's a holiday Monday. We're still going to give you the podcast, of course. And I mentioned a week or two ago when I started with Fansided that I'm writing articles for those guys. And the latest pile that I've turned in that are coming out more and more now are five free agents that X team should look at. And I did all the AFC West. I did others as well, too. The Giants came out today. Um, I turned in the Panthers last night. Eagles. I've done a bunch of them. But anyways, go to Fanside, search my name, and you will see all of them. And I urge you to do that because I am getting paid by the views. So that's always better. And click through all the slideshow. I know that can be a pain in the butt, but do it anyways. Um, Anyway, the Broncos are an interesting offseason team. And we'll get to Kirk Cousins here in a minute. That's the, the big thing to discuss. But you remember, it wasn't that long ago, just a couple years ago, this team won the Super Bowl on the back of a historically great defense, a historically great pass defense. We lost a couple guys, come back to earth. The offense is, you know, hard, tough to watch. And to be honest, I mean, that Super Bowl run they made I'm not saying it was fluky. I'm just saying it's really difficult to pull off in today's NFL where you hide the offense and just win with defense. You know, I mean, that's a tough, tough recipe. And we've seen that from Denver the last two years. Not to mention, I think it's a great defense, but not quite at the level of that Super Bowl team. I mean, that Super Bowl team was historic, like I said. Also, I've told you this, guys, I've told you this several times. I think Denver's defense has least benefited from the special teams and offense around them. I mean, that they were always put in bad situations. Awful starting field position. Few turnovers, or too many turnovers by the offense. Special teams wasn't helpful. All those things play in. It's it's a, obviously, you know, is a team game. And as the season went on, I thought the defense crumbled a little more, and it's not quite as deep as it used to be, and it has some more cracks. But... And we'll get to the quarterback situation. I know that's what you guys want to hear about most. But there's still a defense you can win a championship with. Maybe with a tweak or two. But that window's not going to be open all that much longer. I mean, as great as Von Miller is and as great as this defense is, I think they peaked two years ago. And you got to think most of the resources are going to be going towards the offense, especially quarterback. We'll get to that. So if they're going to... Their window might be a quick one, and that's why, like I said, we're going to get to the quarterbacks here in a minute, but that's why I'm going to say you don't draft a quarterback early in the draft because you just don't have time to wait. You know, that this has to be a free agent fix, a veteran fix at the, at the quarterback position, in my opinion, um, is the right move. So, you know, they have about $26 million to spend right now. Which isn't bad. I mean, it's not wonderful, but it's not bad. They've already said C.J. Anderson's going to get cut. Uh, they're trying to trade Tlaib, but most likely he gets cut. Would a team like the Niners or the Browns that need corners that have so much cap space give you a six-round pick, a fifth-round pick for Tlaib? Maybe, just so you assure you get him. It's a, you know, that's a lot to spend on him. He's not exactly known as the best locker room guy. You know, I mean, if you're a rebuilding team, do you want to bring him into your building anyway? But most likely, he gets cut. 
It sounds like C.J. Anderson's going to get cut. They, they signed him to a bad deal, really, after the whole Dolphins fiasco. I think Anderson's a pretty decent back. Quality back, not special. But um, remember, the, the Dolphins signed him to a restricted deal, and then Denver matched it, and really, that wasn't good business. I mean, it really wasn't. So, they have a lot of draft cap. They got early picks in the round. They have 26 and more to spend. Um, we'll start with the quarterback situation. I think this is the team most all in for Cousins and should be. I'll say this a million times between now and the day Cousins gets signed as the highest paid player in the history of the game. He's a good quarterback. He's a good starting quarterback. He's not a difference maker. You better surround him with guys. You better have a running game. You better have a line. You better have some weapons. And in this case, you have a defense. So I think the fit is ideal. Can Denver, even with some roster moves, keep up with the Jets and especially the Browns in terms of what they can give him purely financially? Probably not. If it just comes down to who can pay the most, Denver's not going to get him. But if I'm Cousins, this is a highly attractive area to go to, as would be the Vikings, especially for winning even though they probably can't pay the biggest buck. Let's say you don't get Cousins. I mean, obviously that's priority number one. If you don't get Cousins, I think you have to have a fallback plan or two. Tyrod Taylor comes to mind. That's a big drop-off. I mean, that's the that's the value of Cousins here, is all these other names I'm going to mention to you as other veteran quarterbacks are going to be like, hmm. And even if you don't think Cousins is the next coming, which I don't, I think he's a good player. He's a good starting quarterback. These other guys are borderline starting quarterbacks or have a big wart to their game. So, Bridgewater, Bradford. See, Bradford, to me, makes sense here. You know, it's come in, and you still have Simeon. You still have Lynch. Not that I trust Lynch, but, you know, Tyrod Taylor. I mean, these are the names you would have to fall back on, and I still think that's the right move as opposed to saying, we're going to draft Rosen at four or somebody like that. Just because they have a window now. So to me, that's the move. I mean, I know there's some of you guys out there going, dude, Rosen might be the franchise guy for the next 10 years. And he maybe would be, and I wouldn't kill him for it. But basically, if you're going to do that, it's rebuild time. You know, like... You know, the defense to me is competitive enough. And with a piece or two around Cousins, I think you got a shot. I think you can win that division, you know. And I know falling back on a Bradford or something like that isn't exciting. And if it doesn't work out at all and Lynch doesn't develop, again, I don't think he will. He still have Simeon as a strong two. You probably are picking here again next year. And then you get your shot. If you love one, I would never condemn a team for taking a franchise quarterback. But I think in this case, the way to go is a veteran. So, there's been talk that Manny Sanders or Demaryius Thomas could be cut. I don't think you can afford to do that. I think you have to make other moves. That just because you don't have anything else really at wide receiver. I, I mean, I know Henderson, The I'm kind of excited about him as a third guy, but we saw nothing from him as a rookie. Um, to me, the receiving core overall, the top two are good. I know they're expensive, but I think you live with that. Especially, even if you have Cousins, especially if you have a Bradford or a Bridgewater, or maybe Keenum's the guy if Cousin ends up in Minnesota. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. 
Um, but he needs to throw to all, all those guys need some people to throw to. They're not Aaron Rodgers. So you, if you get Cousins, you probably could add a C-level free agent or two. If you don't, then you might be able to add a couple pieces. And on offense, I would really like to see them get a veteran tight end. And the name that jumped out at me, again, is injuries galore, is Tyler Eifert. You have Jake Butt, and I think he could be a quality dude down the road. But I think in terms of their pass catchers, I want to draft a receiver, along with Henderson from last year, because Sanders and Thomas are old. And I want to sign a tight end. Because Butt is maybe the future, and he could learn from a guy, but is he ready now? Eifert is high upside. He's really, really good when he plays. He never plays. You guys know that. But him and he- if him healthy with Bradford throwing to him, you know, wouldn't be so bad. But I think that's what something else you need to look at on offense. They really like Booker. I know that for a fact. I have mixed feelings about that. If Anderson's gone, you better add somebody. The line needs work, that's for sure. But they drafted Garrett Bowles in the first round last year. I mean, I like him. They need to lock up Paradise. Paradise, I always say his name wrong. And Leary's a good player. So they have a few things there in place. It's not perfect, that's for sure. Um, They need line help. Which brings me back to the draft. Is if... No matter who you sign, quarterback, it's going to be a veteran. Again, this goes back to my theory of win now. That the veteran quarterback allows you not to use that early pick on have to be a quarterback. I would love to see them take Quentin Nelson there, who might be the best player in the draft, and plug him in at guard. He's such a good prospect that I think that might be enough to say, this is a below-average offensive line to now it's an above-average offensive line, especially just blowing people off the ball. You know, I mean, put him next to balls, years together, Paradise is still young. I would love that. I would also have a tough time passing on Barkley. Again, they love Booker. But I think one of those two is your early first-round pick. And I wouldn't object to either, but in this case, I kind of lean towards Nelson. However, they also have an early second round pick. And there'll be good backs there, too. You know, like this sets up well for them, and there'll be good guards there. This looks like a draft where there's going to be a lot of quality at the end of round one, beginning of round two, at those two positions. So, if again, this is why you don't do quarterback in the draft this year. That in the perfect world, you got Cousins, and maybe you sign an Eifert or. Yeah, that might be pie in the sky. And then you go Barkley guard or Nelson running back in the first two picks. This offense could be night and day. And maybe you didn't address the defense enough, but it's still pretty darn good and you still got Vaughn Miller. And I don't think that's too much to ask out of an offseason is give me a veteran QB. Cousins would be ideal. But if not, then you're using the, the other money elsewhere. Give me... Either superstar draft guard or running back, and a really good high second round pick at the other position, most likely. All of a sudden, and maybe a veteran tight end. That's an offense all of a sudden. I mean, a real one, a good one. 
And even if you don't do anything to the defense in addition to those moves, which, again, aren't that much to ask. Landing Cousins wouldn't be easy. We've talked about that. Then you're competitive. I mean, you have an offense. On defense, you could use another corner, assuming Tlaib leaves. But to me, the two standout positions are, and this goes back to the Super Bowl run, was I don't think they ever properly made up for the loss of Trevathan or Malik Jackson. And to find a versatile interior defensive tackle and 280 to 300 pound range that can give you some interior pass rush would be wonderful. Not grow, They don't grow on trees. You're not going to use the fourth pick on that guy. He doesn't exist. Um, maybe you would use your second rounder. But basically, if you... If you don't win, get Cousins, then maybe you're using some money on those type of guys. I mean, Sheldon Richardson comes to mind. Something like that. I mean, a guy that I wrote up in this article was Tom Johnson because he won't be real expensive, and he provides what I just mentioned. Also really need an every-down linebacker that can run. Um, I had mentioned Demario Davis, Avery Williamson, no relation. Um, maybe you would use the second, you know, your, your draft pick there. I mean, I, I wouldn't object to... Nelson in the first round, linebacker, and then an early third round running back. You know, maybe that's even Chubb or somebody like that. Or you get a cheap running back, Crowell, or somebody along those lines, McKinnon. Somebody that's a little bit different than Booker. So, overall, I mean, some of these that we will talk about when I talk about a team will be really negative. And I've been down on the Broncos for a while. And I've taken some heat from you guys. You guys never say anything good about the Broncos. But what I laid out here isn't far-fetched, cousins or not. And I think that's a a pretty easy way to make an immediate mother-may-I big step forward. That's all you can ask for. All right. Fun talk. We will do some more AFC West this week as well as some of our usual stuff. All right. See you later. Bye.